Support for this broadcast of Two Rivers 30 Minutes comes in part from a grant from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Well, I've heard it said in McKeesport, and it's probably true in some other communities as well, that nothing gets done without the help of the Lions Club. You, you've probably seen the, the Lions Club symbol maybe outside of your town, depending on uh, what part of Pittsburgh that you live in. Um, what is the Lions Club? There have been a lot of social clubs that have come and gone, but the Lions Club is not really a, a social club. Uh, on the line with us today to talk about the Lions Club, what they do, and in particular, tell us some stories about how they have helped people who are visually impaired. <laughs> and I'm one of the people who are visually impaired, is Annette James. She is secretary and a longtime member of the McKeesport Lions Club. Uh, good morning, Annette. Good morning. So tell me a little bit, first of all, I'm familiar, a lot of people are probably familiar with different social organizations like the the Moose Club or the Eagles Club and and the Lions Club. It's got that name. It's got an animal name. It sounds like one of those kind of clubs, but it really isn't. It's not a a social organization. What is the Lions Club? Sure. Well, we are a bit social. We are social. Being around each other and working with each other, Mm -hmm. but actually Lions Club International, which we are a part of, is the world's largest service club organization. It has about 1.3 million members, and there are approximately 45,000 clubs in more than 200 countries. Okay. Okay. And and how many are in your uh, club in the McKeesport uh, region? In the McKeesport club, we have about 48 members right now. There are two clubs in McKeesport. Currently, there's the McKeesport Lions Club and also the Mon River Fleet Lions Club that's associated with the hospital. And there are Lions Clubs, too, in, in a lot of the neighboring communities as well, correct? Correct. Uh, one of the close ones here is Glassport. Okay. They have a Lions Club. I, th- I think there there used to be one in, in Braddock. Is there still? I don't believe so. Some of the clubs have uh, disbanded just because years ago, and it seemed to be that way when I was younger, the clubs were made up of older gentlemen. Sure. And unless you actually went out and encourage new members to join unfortunately those clubs have died out so we uh we're always looking for new members so if you would like to join please contact either myself or tony yura or dan uh car down at the marina any of us could help you. Uh, Annette James is secretary of the McKeesport Lions Club. We're going to talk about what the Lions Club does, uh, especially you've had some uh, great success in, in collecting eyeglasses. And I always wondered, they have those bins sometimes at the supermarket or at different locations where you can deposit used eyes, eyeglasses for the Lions Club. And I always wondered, what do they do with the, with the used eyeglasses? You're going to tell us about that because uh, there's you've got a couple of good stories that I think people are, are going to really find entertaining. Uh, lionsclubs.org is the main website for the Lions Clubs International if you want to find out uh, where there is a club in your area. How did you get involved with the Lions Club, Annette? Well, um, Dan Carr asked me to join, actually. He 
knew that I worked for the city and I like to try to help people any way that I can. So that's how I became a member. And then once I became a member, I started doing certain projects with them. And one of them happens to be collecting the eyeglasses for recycling. You, the Lions Club in McKeesport, and I'm sure Lions Clubs in different areas do different kinds of service projects, but in McKeesport, and, and I know right now with COVID-19, everything's kind of up in the air, but but the Lions Club in McKeesport has also been instrumental in organizing a number of events uh, throughout the years, including um, the, the Summer Concert Series. Again, that's on hold right now because of the pandemic, but y- you raised funds as well for a new picnic pavilion out at uh, Renzihausen Park, which is the big regional park in McKeesport, and also years ago to, to build the band shell, I believe, that's out there. Yes. Uh, members of our club years and years ago uh, built the band shell that's there, and you can see a lion statue mm-hmm. next to the band shell yeah. uh, depicting that, that our club did build that. And then it's pro- it's been a while now that maybe even going on 10 years, that we built a pavilion up at the end of the Oak Grove where the band shell is uh, so that folks can enjoy themselves and have a picnic and listen to the concerts. And then we're also uh, partnering with the Skeezes family and revamping one of the other picnic pavilions so that it can be handicap accessible. It, uh, th- that, p- that pavilion that's up there that was built, like you said, I didn't realize it was that long ago now. Uh, it has a purple roof. What's the significance of the purple roof? So our purple is one of the key colors for the Lions Club. And you can spot us around town at different events. We'll all wear our purple shirts with the Lions on it. Uh, okay. So it's not just because uh, because you like the color purple. Uh, no. Okay. But we do like purple anyway. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Annette James is secretary of the McKeesport Lions Club. Uh, it's one of the uh, very active Lions Clubs uh, in the Mon Valley area. You can find a club near you at uh, lionsclubs.org. Um, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question, and I don't mean this to be uh, mean or rude, but I just I think it's historically interesting. Um, when I was very young, I remember, I think, that women did not join the Lions Club. I believe they had a lioness organization, but clearly you're a member of the Lions Club, and I know there's a lot of women in the McKeesport Lions Club. Did that change at some point in years? I Probably within the last 20 or 30 years, uh, women were permitting okay. the actual club because back then they actually had the Lioness part of the Lions Club. But hey, us women have gone strong, and we're actually leading here was a woman from Iceland. Oh, is that right? I didn't realize that these clubs were, were older gentlemen in the community, and we, we've had people on this organizations, and I think that's a perception that they are also fighting as well, that, you know, it's a, it's a bunch of older families. They have programs for women. They have a lot of women involved in the legions and the VFWs. We have this club. We've got a number of complex like Iraq and Afghanistan, and they're looking to get younger veterans uh, in club and, and other Lions clubs are reaching out to bring younger people uh, into the Lions clubs. Middle-aged, uh, anyone who would like to help us help the community mm-hmm. uh, 1922 we're one of the oldest clubs in pennsylvania oh i didn't know that so yes it's been around quite a while um and we're always evolving and uh to do new things with the city and to help actually the whole region 
Um, many years ago, my, my grandfather was a member of the Eagles Club, and one of the things that he liked about that was in traveling to a different town, if there was an Eagles Club, he was instantly part of a fraternity of Eagles. He could go in and show his membership card, and he had, a, he had friends wherever he traveled in the country. Are, are lions like that? If you travel, because I, I think you travel uh, quite a bit in the summertime. When you travel, do you get to meet other lions? Actually, I do. I always make sure I pack one of my lions t-shirts, and I usually get at least one or two comments. Hey, I'm a lion, too. Um, or you could go visit another club. But usually when you're on the outskirts of a town, you'll see a sign yeah. designating where the um, lions clubs meet as we have them around McKeesport here mm-hmm. the first of town to let people know that we actually meet at the McKees Point Marina so that they could come, if they're interested in joining, to stop by a meeting. And we're more than welcoming to anyone to come and join or even just come and visit a meeting to see if this is something that you'd like to do. Do clubs, different clubs in, in a region, for instance, of the Pittsburgh region, Western Pennsylvania region, do they work together? Do they collaborate sometimes on service projects? Yes, we do, actually. Um, we have a Pittsburgh area board that meets uh, every few months. And then we also have the state conventions once a year and the international conventions once a year. So if you're interested in going, if you belong to a club and you'd like to go to one of these conventions, I know there are quite a few people around here that do go to the conventions. Um, personally, I don't uh, just because... I have other travels I'd like mm-hmm. to do to explore the cities and yeah. other places, but I try to just be active in my own little yeah. Lions Club. Um, we, we have to take a quick break. When we come back, I, I really want to get into the what the Lions Clubs do for people who are visually impaired, and especially some of the recent projects that I'm, I'm sure people don't know about um, in collecting eyeglasses and, and distributing them out to people who need them, okay? Sure thing. Let's take a 30-second break. On the line with us this morning is Annette James. She's secretary of the McKeesport Lions Club. There's probably a Lions Club near you if you're anywhere within the sound of my voice. You can go to lionsclubs.org and get more information about that. Broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. This is Two Rivers 30 Minutes on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Support for this broadcast comes from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. Since 1866, Striffler's has provided compassionate professional memorial services for families in White Oak, McKeesport, Dravosburg, Portview, and the surrounding areas. Striffler's offers comprehensive pre-planning services and aftercare. And through its affiliated company, Design Monuments, Striffler's also provides permanent markers and memorials crafted in stone, bronze, and other high-quality materials. Learn more at Striffler's.com or call 4 4- one two six seven eight six one nine one. Annette James is our guest. She's secretary of the McHughesport Lions Club. We're talking about Lions Clubs. That's where our studio is. When we took the break, I, I mentioned the, the, the programs for the visually helping people who have no sight, blind, or have low vision. A businessman in the Chicago area, and they were approached by Helen, asked them, hey, are you looking for a reason, a purpose for your club. And so the founder, our main goal is to help folks that are blind or visually impaired 
or may even need a pair of glasses and can't afford it because they don't have insurance. Mm-hmm. Now, now, when I was a kid, the the Lions Club in existence or not, they had a, a bin at the supermarket where you could put used eyeglasses. And I always thought that was funny with the, with the used eyeglasses because that's still a thing. Sure, it is. Uh, we had it with the Lions Club. We have them in City Hall, um, Allegheny Insurance. In the case where what we do is we collect the eyeglasses. And the, recently, Lions, a number of eyeglasses, we dropped them off at Walmart. And then I make a report because I'm the club stuff at Walmart. Okay. Walmart then sends them to a collection area that the United States that have these collections. Then they clean each pair and box them up so that we have an array of prescriptions in one box. Then there are Lions Club members who are ophthalmologists and opticians who volunteer their time and go to third world countries and give these folks eye exams and then fit them with a pair of glasses that's closest to what their need is. And it's amazing that it can transform someone's life, someone who can barely see. You could just see the look on their face when they could actually see and put a pair of glasses on and and see the world around them. So they take the Annette James is with the uh, Lions Club in McKeesport. That's what we're talking about. Is, is some of the programs that Lions clubs do uh, throughout the world, but particularly obviously in our Western Pennsylvania, Northern West Virginia area. You can find a Lions Club by going to lionsclubs.org. So they take the glasses that you donate, and then they read the prescription off of them, which is a magic that opticians and ophthalmologists can do. And I don't know how it's done. I think they have machines that do it. And so they can match the prescriptions up with glasses that have been donated from all over the world. Yes. But, but you, you, the Lions Club in, in McKeesport or the Lions Clubs around the Mon Valley, you did something, I think, a few years ago, maybe one or two years ago, that was very interesting with a bunch of uh, brand new eyeglass frames that were donated by one of the opticians in McKeesport. Tell us about that. Tell us that story, because I think it's a really neat story. It is. It's quite unique also. Uh, Dr. Penny, who bought the building where 2020 Eye Care used to be, um, and 2020 left all of their old frames that they couldn't sell when they closed up. So when you go into the eye doctor, for people who don't wear glasses, they've got all these frames on the wall. And I, Dr. Rachel Penny, I think is her first name, and that's actually where I bought my current pair of glasses was from her. Um, she's on Route 48, so she bought a practice that had gone out of business or had, had, that people had retired, and she had all these leftover frames that were on display, right? Correct, and she contacted me, asked me if we could use them. I said normally Lions Club would like them with the lenses in so that they could just fit people with the glasses, but I'll take them. I'll figure out what to do with them. What did, what did you tell me? A few thousand eyeglass frames, but no lenses in them. Correct. Usually the uh, Lions Club International likes you to have the lenses in so that they can just fit people with the eyeglasses themselves. That's something that has always confused me, because you donate the glasses and, and you wonder, well, how do they know? So there, there's, I guess there's a machine that opticians and optometrists can use to read the lenses and, and figure out what the what the prescription is. But in this case, then, there was something involving the district governor of the Lions, wasn't it, that, that matched you up with A-Boss opticians in Braddock, and I think they also have one in, in Brookline and Bethel Park. And, and what did A-Boss opticians do? Uh, Dr. Boss actually volunteers her time to go to third-world countries 
uh, give eye exams and fit folks with the eyeglasses that are donated uh, so that people can get a prescription that's close to what they need normally. But she went above and beyond this time and actually made the exact prescriptions herself. She made the lenses. At her own expense, she made the lenses for the free frames that had been donated by the other optician in McKeesport. So a few thousand people in Haiti got brand new glasses for free, courtesy of of these two opticians in Braddock and McKeesport and and through the cooperation of your Lions Club in McKeesport and the district governor of the Lions. That's an amazing story. It is. I mean, it just, it makes your heart swell. Wasn't there also something to do with with hats? Weren't you also collecting hats, baseball caps and and other kinds of hats for a while? And and tell us what the purpose of the collection of the hats was. Sure. um, At her trip where she was doing the eye exams, Dr. Boss found that a lot of folks that were coming in for eye exams were having a lot of problems with their eyes, some of them even starting to go blind. And with talking to them, they were mostly field workers who were out in the sun from sunup to sundown, and no protection for their eyes. So she tried to think of an easy way and a cheap way, basically, to help them. And she thought, you know what, everyone in western Pennsylvania, all the guys around here, collect ball caps. (laughs) Why not have some of them donate ball caps? Sure. The last few years at the summer concert series, we've been collecting ball caps that everyone has generously donated. And I took probably about a dozen large garbage bags full of hats to Dr. Boss to take on her next field trip out to help people and give them caps to help protect their eyes. So there are probably people in in Haiti right now wearing Pittsburgh Steelers and Pittsburgh Pirates and McKeesport Tigers and Woodland Hills Wolverines and and whoever else baseball caps that, that were donated to keep the sun out of their eyes. Yep. That's a remarkable story. We we time goes quickly. We have another uh, thirty second break to take. When we come back, I want to ask you about the the app that you were telling me about off the air. I believe it's called Be My Sight, but you can tell us about that in a, in thirty seconds, um, and also about the recycling uh, initiative that that the Lions clubs uh, are are getting involved with. Okay. Uh, Annette James is secretary of the McKeesport Lions Club. Uh, You can find out more about a Lions Club in in your area, wherever you're listening to us, by going to uh, lionsclubs.org. And we'll be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up here on Two Rivers 30 Minutes, broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. We'll be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger at gmail.com. Annette James is our guest this morning for a few more minutes. She is secretary of the Lions Club in McKeesport. We're talking about some of the service projects that they work on. We were talking about the uh, the, the eyeglass collection, which is just astonishing to me that uh, what, what cooperation you got from both from uh, 
the the optician in McKeesport, the one in, in Braddock, and then you know sending a few thousand eyeglasses to to people in Haiti who need them. But the Lions Club in McKeesport, or is this? I'm not sure if this is national or not. Has gotten involved in a recycling initiative. What is this Trek recycling initiative? Yes, we recently uh, discovered that Treks, the people that make the decks, Trek decks. Okay. Uh, they they are partnering with nonprofits to recycle what they call sheet plastic. So it could be anything uh, that includes uh, the bags that you get from your local grocery store, the plastic bags, the plastic bags from the produce area, uh, so, ice bags, so, so, Ziploc bags. So there's real thin plastic, plastic bags that are bag sometimes see-through. Yeah. Bread bags, bubble wrap. Uh, the mailer bags that you could maybe get your medicine in the mail in. Or your newspaper. Uh, if you still get a newspaper delivered, a lot of times comes in a clear plastic bag. And nobody wants those. Like, if you, if you, even if your town recycles plastic, which a lot of them don't anymore, they don't want those plastic bags. But Trek Dex wants them? Yes, actually. What they do is they use those materials to make their products. The uh, Trek plastic... Uh, which looks like wood, mm-hmm. decking materials. And what they'll do is if your nonprofit partners with them, you collect 500 pounds of this, these plastic materials and turn it in and report it to them, they will donate a bench to you. It's a two-person bench. Okay. Our Lions Club, what, what our Lions Club McKeesport wants to do is collect these materials so that we can place these benches along the walking trail in Renzi Park. Which I think the city is, is repaving uh, this year. I think they just put a contract out. So I probably have 500 pounds of, of bags from Shop and Save and, and Target and Giant Eagle under the kitchen sink right now. Uh, probably maybe not that many. But so you, if you collect 500 pounds of, of plastic, all, kind, all these different kinds of sheet plastic, as you said, so plastic bags and Ziploc bags and bubble wrap, Trek will give you a bench for each 500 pounds? Where, where do people, if they have bags, and a lot of us, like I said, probably have them stuffed under the kitchen sink or in the hall closet or something, how do they get them to you? Sure. If you could collect them all and put them in a large garbage bag for us, mm-hmm. uh, we you can drop them off down at the McKees Point Marina. Okay. Uh, Zan will be collecting them for us. Right now, our partner that we turn them into which is Giant Eagle, is not taking uh, recycling plastic right now. Okay. But as we move into the green phase, hopefully soon, uh, they will start taking it from us, and then we can start reporting it and hopefully soon be able to get a few benches to put out there. Yeah, well, and we should mention that that, of course, has, has been, you know, people have been concerned about this coronavirus being on plastic. I guess it can survive on plastic for a couple of days, so they've been asking people not to use reusable shopping bags and not to bring their old plastic bags in. But as you mentioned, as, as we're recording this, uh, Governor Wolf has announced that Allegheny County will be moving into the green phase on June 5th. So maybe some of these recycling efforts will, will start back up again then, huh? Yes, we're hoping so. T- tell us about the, the, I believe it's called Be My Sight, but I may have the the, the name of it wrong. It's a, it's a phone app that people who are sighted can help people who lack vision. Tell us about that. Sure. You got your close on it. It's okay. Be My Eyes. Be My Eyes. Okay. You can, yes, and you can download the app 
from any smartphone, either your Android or Apple phone. Um, and it's basically just some way that you can help somebody in a very small way that takes very little of your time. Uh, Be My Eyes is an app where you can get a call from a low sight or blind person who needs help. And they have right now 3,763,965 volunteers. Holy cow. To serve 218,817 blind and low vision folks all over the world. So when you sign up for this app, it takes about 10 seconds. They ask you which languages you speak. Okay. And if someone needs your help, what they do is send out a call to a large group of folks, and whoever picks up the call first is the lucky winner, as far as I'm concerned, because I've taken a few calls, and it's usually something very simple. I had a lady call, and she had two pairs of pants. I wanted to know which pair was the blue pair mm-hmm. so that she could match an outfit to go out for the day. The call took 10 seconds. And it made somebody say, and it makes you feel better because you can actually help someone. So it's crowdsourcing. So they use the camera on, on their phone. Most people's smartphones now have a camera. And they use the camera on their phone, and they send you the image, and you and they ask you, I guess, what, like prescription bottles probably, too, or instructions on a, on a package or something. You, you could probably help with, too, huh? Exactly. Or even if they're out grocery shopping. Sure. They, there's no one around them to ask a question to. They can point their phone at something and say, you know, is this a can of beans? Yeah. And there's no obligation. You're not obligated to do this. It's something that if you have the time and have the, you know, the free time at that moment when someone needs you, you can answer the call. But you don't have to. You're not being pushed to. Exactly. Because they send it out to a large group of volunteers at one time. So if you're busy, don't worry. Someone else will pick it up. But if you can pick it up, that's wonderful. So it's a Be My Eyes is the name of the app, and you can find it, you said, on either Android or the Apple Store. Yes. Okay, so for that covers most kinds of phones that most people have. We are, we are running short on time. Annette James is secretary of the McKeesport Lions Club. Uh, I, I haven't even asked you, I, I know right now with the COVID-19 uh, pandemic, a lot of things are restricted, but when things are back to normal, where does your club normally meet? If somebody wanted to... Uh, meet the people in the Lions Club and, and get more information. Uh, where do they normally meet? Oh, we meet at the McKees Point Marina, the cafe that's on the first floor of the Palisades building every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Uh, right now, as you said, we're not meeting, unfortunately, because of restrictions, but hopefully soon we'll be able to get back to regular meetings. And we'd love for anyone to come down and check out a meeting and maybe join our club. And, and again, one of the projects that in McKeesport, the McKeesport Lions Club does, is, is runs the uh, summer concert series at Renzihausen Park. Um, we don't know yet, at the, as we're taping this, if that concert series is, is going to go forward. There are still some restrictions, even in the green phase, on uh, large public gatherings. But um, it, it certainly, whether or not the concerts happen this year, it certainly is a long heritage uh, of service that the Lions Club has had in this city and that other Lions Clubs in other communities have had as well. Give us a give us a thirty second 
commercial for for somebody listening to this in in Bethany or Braddock or Pittsburgh, why they should be interested in, in maybe joining their local Lions Club. Sure, your local Lions Club uh, promotes principles of good citizenship. Uh, you can take an active interest in your community. And it's just a great way to volunteer and get to meet folks. So, you know, reach out, even if it's not the McEasport Club, reach out to someone in your community that more than likely has a Lions Club. Lionsclubs.org is the website. Annette James is secretary for the McEasport Lions Club. Annette, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us this morning. Well, thank you. And thank you all for listening this week to Two Rivers 30 Minutes broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 at 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, the Keysport PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.